I still, I'm still prone in Sedano. Let's start with some trivia for a bonus point or two. You ready? You got to be the first to answer. The last NFL team to repeat as Super Bowl champions. Patriots. Patriots. What year? Give me more. Two, oh, three, four, four, five. Oh, yeah, and I'll split it. When was the last team to say their goal was to repeat as Super Bowl champions? Every team has Chiefs. done that. Kansas Yesterday. City makes their case. <laughs> and check out the new throwbacks. Today is going to be the day I'm going to throw it on back to you. Let's go around the horn. When you look into a hole, sometimes you see rocks at the bottom. That's usually called rock bottom. But what you don't realize is those rocks have bottoms and they are rocks too. So that's not just talking the rocky bottom of the rock bottom. Could the Yankees be at the rocky bottom of the rock bottom is the question we start with. Last night, two hit by the Angels. Anthony Rizzo, who's about the iciest hitter in baseball right now, called it a low point for their season. 50 and 46. Only two and a half games out of the playoffs as, as we have expanded the wild cards. But Frank, I turn to you in New York. Is this the low point? What will it take? Could it just be the return of Judge? Or should they think about blowing it all up? Whoa, blow it up on July 19th. Are you cray-cray? Aaron Judge is taking batting practice, and I get it. They, you know, they lost two of three to the lowly Rockies. They're getting smoked by the Angels, but if you do get Aaron Judge back, that changes everything about that lineup, and to your point, the expanded playoffs, not on July 19th, not the New York Yankees, and as bad as it looks, they're in a good division, their record is better than every team in the AL Central. So put it into perspective, they are right there. If they can get that big bat, returning to the lineup, they're okay. Uh, incredible patience and calm from the panelists in New York July 19th. here when it comes to the Yankees. Kevin Blackstone? Well, I'll just say this. There's only one team that's batting worse in the, uh, in the AL than the Yankees, and that's the historically absolutely horrible team known as the Oakland Athletics, who are batting so poorly that we tried to take a guy's perfect game away from him because he played it against them. <laughs> so you're talking about bringing back Aaron Judge to this lineup. Would he help? Yeah, he'll help. But let's not forget, yeah. when he went out after he stubbed his toe in the outfield, they really weren't that good then on offense. I mean, they were missing a lot of guys due to injuries, and the guys who were there really weren't doing much with their bats. So I don't think that just bringing back Aaron Judge is going to solve the problems that the Yankees have. This is just not a very good hitting team, and the only thing that's really – keeping them above water, and that being 500, is some mediocre pitching. So I don't think that they bounce back just with Aaron Judge. Courtney Cronin, bring you in here on the predicament for the Yankees. I just love when scapegoats get vindicated. It doesn't seem like their hitting coach that they just fired, Dylan Lawson, was the problem. This is a middling offense that it has been for a while, even before Aaron Judge ended up hurting his toe. I don't think that they're sellers, though. For all the panic and wanting to blow this thing up, they still have Garrett Cole in their prime. They're two and a half games out of a wild card spot. They're going to end up going all in and buying at the deadline. The problems have been everything around Aaron Judge. They've started nine players in left field. DJ LeMayhew, Josh Donaldson have been average, underperforming at third base. They need some pitching depth. Average. They have a of a long list of things that they need to do. Average for Josh Donaldson is not even at 150. That's not average. That's way <laughs> below average and this is 
I cannot believe what I'm hearing here. The, the, about to be the biggest movie in America is going to be Oppenheimer. Blow it up for me, George Sedano. There we go. All right. Bring it to me, Tony Reale. First of all, Frank Isola, they would be in first in the AL Central. Well, unfortunately, they play in the AL East where they're last right now. So let's not talk about the AL Central right now. Tony, you mentioned it earlier. This team, I grew up watching this team, rooting for this team, loving this team as a kid. They went 15 years before I saw them win a championship growing up as a kid, okay, which is unheard of in Yankee lore. But they went from being the most impatient team when I was growing up to being the most patient team. If George Steinbrenner were alive right now, first of all, he'd be rolling in his grave as we speak at the moment, but he would have blown this thing up a long time ago. They were a middling offense, as Courtney mentioned earlier, and now they're a bottom third offense since Judge has been out. And by the way, it's not just the offense. Their pitching has been bottom third in the league as well. So they have a terrible offense, terrible pitching. It is time to completely blow this does thing that, up. Does and that Brian include Cashman, the manager position? On. Does that include the general manager? No, no, manager it's not position. the manager. It's not the manager. The manager, to me, is a middle manager in this situation. This is about the guy who constructed the team. Brian Cashman has skated for a long, long time in this particular situation with this particular team because the new group, the, the children, the Steinbrenner children, are so much more patient than their father was. If the father was still around, Cashman would have been gone five, six years ago. Frank, I got to bring you back in here because yeah. the numbers for this team are just – do you know there was a day in May where Anthony Rizzo and Shohei Otani had the same number of home runs? And since then, it's 24 to nothing Otani over Rizzo. Please, go ahead. Yeah, and I do think the Steinbrenner ownership, it's more detached from the team than anything else. I think the philosophy has to change. This whole feast or famine that the Yankees are all about. Josh Donaldson is batting 142. He has 10 home runs. He has 15 hits. He has Five hits that aren't home runs. I mean, by accident, can you get a bloop single? But I will say this about George. He wants to blow things up for teams that are going through the motions during the regular season. I don't remember him saying about the Miami Heat when they were 7-8 and eight and going through the motions. He didn't say blow it up then. It's basketball. So why do the Yankees have it's to blow it up in mid-July? What are we talking about here? Uh, <laughs> it's a different sport. What are we talking about? I don't know. That's a stretch there. I told you, you're trying to stir it up. I respect that, but that's a stretch. Black is thought I'll bring you in here. I was going to say, I grew up hating this team, yeah. and I don't recall them getting blown up. What I recall them doing is just going out with a big checkbook and bringing in whoever they need to fix That's things, right. and that would be who? Shohei Otani. All right. So, I mean, <laughs> they could still be buyers. If the idea is just Absolutely. to get into the playoffs and make some noise, that has been a strategy. All you need to do is – but they haven't won in the playoffs. They, 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 they haven't hit in the playoffs. They haven't pitched in the playoffs. Courtney Croden. Frank Isola, hitting like the Yankees right now in negative numbers. We'll move on. No NFL repeat in 19 years, as we said at the start of the show. But could Kansas City be the one to break through? Patrick Mahomes, he's at camp, and he's talking it up. He says it's motivation for this team to be the first repeat champion since those 4 Patriots. Courtney, let's play odds makers here. How realistic is a repeat for Kansas City. Well, the competitive balance in the NFL is the reason we haven't seen a repeat champion in nearly two decades. But if you want to take the Chiefs versus the field, it's a smart bet right now. Why? Because they have Patrick Mahomes, Tony. This is somebody who in his first six seasons is the only player in NFL history to win multiple championships and multiple league MVPs. And he's coming off arguably his best season to date. Career high completion percentage, led the league in total QBR, in passing touchdowns, had the second highest passer rating 
fighting too. They have a schedule that is beyond favorable. If they start out 6-0, and you heard it here first. That's going to lead them to the Super Bowl. It's a cakewalk until about week seven when they face the Chargers. And in Mahomes' first three seasons, they started out 4-0. and Two of those years wound up with the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Mm. All right. So for the odds maker game, you said you'll take Kansas City over the field. That means it's over 50% that they repeat. Give me a number. I'll go ahead and say 55% that they George repeat. George Sedano, where are you? KC versus the field. KC is repeat champions. Well, I, I think if you're going to repeat, if you look at the teams historically that have repeated, they have an elite quarterback, a Hall of Fame level quarterback, and they uh -oh, certainly have that, uh -oh. as Courtney mentioned, with, with Patrick Mahomes. So, oh, here, fan work, my bad. All right, but here's what they do have. Beyond Mahomes and the incredible offense that they have, they have 10 rookies that played in the Super Bowl this past season, which means that they've got guys who can still get better on this team, and their pass rush is good. They put pressure on the quarterback nearly as well as anybody in the National Football League. That's a recipe for a chance to, su to succeed and repeat. Come on, guys. Play the odds maker game here. You guys are an open audition for PTI. You're not giving me the number, I'll give you a number. Give me the number. Okay. I'll give you the number. I'll give it 49%. Frank Isola, odds maker. I'll go with 50 I'll go with 51%, and it's all because of Patrick Mahomes. He is the most dominant team athlete in any sport, anywhere. When they lose, I look at it as a fluke. The guy is that dominant, and here's the issue. If they get the number one seed, and then they get a bye. Then they get to play that first playoff game at home. They win it. Then they get another uh, home playoff game and go to the Super Bowl. They're almost unbeatable. They go for it on fourth down. The, the way that this guy has played, Tom Brady is, for my money right now, still the greatest of all time. This guy has changed the way teams play. How many teams out go for it on fourth down? And with him, you're confident that he can get it. It's amazing what he could do. That's why they're going to Kevin Blackstone. I mean, this team is all but a lock to be back in the Super Bowl and to win the Super Bowl. Look, over the last five years, they've won 64 football games in the regular season. Only two other teams have won that many in a five-year span in the history of this league. 11 playoff games. Only one team, the Patriots, have won that many in a five-year five, uh, span. They've got the best player in Mahomes. They traded the most electric player in the league in Tyreek Hill before last season for all those draft picks that turned into the starters that, that uh, Sedano just mentioned, and guess what? They just kept on rolling without him. This team is absolutely awesome. They got a smart yep. man, they have smart management, they got a smart coach, they got great players. They're young. They are going to keep coming. You called it a lock. You... Wait, I mean, now we're playing odds maker. Oh, exactly. It's a hundred. Who's coming in second? As Larry Bird would say, who's coming in second? All <laughs> right. Oh, wow. But again, I don't know if you guys the game odds makers here. You need that's to come my, up with a number. Odd. I mean, those postseason wins, they mean a lot, especially in this generation of football. Yeah. You'll recall the first 20, 30 years of the Super Bowl weren't playing as many playoff games to get through there. That's, that's why they're at the top of that list. All right. So that's it. Only one person had under 50%. And I saw that 49. We'll take a break. Buy or sell them. George at 49. Me. I had it. Around the Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Chase. All-star skills competitions. Basketball is Duncan three, baseball home run derby. Soccer has hit the crossbar from a million miles out. Look at this, all right? And goalie wars. Check this out, okay? This is kind of like a dodgeball goalie version, won by Isaac Walker of Charlotte FC. Tonight, the game. It's MLS versus Arsenal. Will Messi be in attendance? We don't know. He will not play because the team was already selected before he signed. That's at least what we're hearing from MLS. He debuts with Inter-Miami Friday. Frank Isola on tonight's All-Star Game and whether MLS is missing out by not having Messi play. 100% they are. Lionel Messi should be on a plane right now along with Sergio Busquets, who looks just like our very own Tony Reale. They should both be available for night. Put Lionel Messi in the game with about 10 minutes to go. Hope you get a free kick from about 25 to 30 yards out and let him have a go. It's Lionel Messi for crying out loud. He should be in D.C. tonight. Devin Blackstone. People, a lot of people in D.C. don't even know the All-Star Game is here tonight. But what they do know is that Messi's in Miami, that he's at a Publix buying a whole bunch of a whole bunch of sugary cereal, and that he's playing on Friday night, and that you can't buy his jersey because it's sold out, and you can't get a ticket because they're too expensive. It's fine that he's coming on Friday. Everybody will be tuned okay, in today. So, best interest of the team is that he had well, he had energy. Is that what you're worried about? That he's gonna be tired from today's All-Star no. Game? Ten minutes. Yeah. The fact that people in D.C. don't know it's there, you're not getting points for that. Courtney Croden, please. I'm going to be the semantics queen here and just want to point out that he hasn't played in an MLS game just yet to be considered for the MLS all-star process. Just throwing that out there. His PSG season ended June 3rd. He hasn't had much time to train, to prepare for his MLS career, to take off. He's been through kind of a lot the last couple of weeks before this deal was able to go through. We're going to see him two days from tonight against Cruz Azul. It'll be fine. He hasn't had time to train. For this all-star game, George Sedano, should Messi be out there for MLS and for Inter-Miami, or should he have his debut on Friday? Yes, Tony, he should be out there. But real quick on KB, I just want to let you know that my investigative reporting says the game is sold out tonight in D.C., so maybe you couldn't score a ticket, KB, which I find shocking, to be honest with you. Uh, But, yes, with Lionel Messi... 
For a, a league that's done, in my opinion, and I mean this in a positive way, has been so calculated in the way they've done business recently with this Apple deal, getting Messi here, making all that work financially, to not get it done so he could appear at their All-Star game was a huge loss, in my opinion. KB, I'll give you the last word here. If you want to promote Messi and the MLS, then don't have it on streaming. Have it on free TV so everybody can watch well, now it. You're a TV either either right. here I'm, I'm a, or yeah. on Friday. MLS, just MLS, not Richard the Dice MLS. Over here. Uh, we'll move on. The Sixers say they will only trade James Harden if it keeps them title contenders. That's straight from the mouth of Daryl Morey. George, buy or sell that being a possibility that there's a trade out there if they were to trade Harden like he wants that keeps them title contenders. <laughs> Tony, I mean, I buy it, but I don't think it's likely. I, if he's going to go to the Clippers, are you trading Paul George? Like, I, I don't know if I think the Clippers will be willing to do that. I think they have a lot of guys on their roster that can match that salary. But here's the thing. If you're Daryl Morey, if I'm James Harden, I'm like, yo, I took a pay cut last year for you. I, I took this deal that, that was below market for you, and now you don't want to move me? Daryl Morey is playing with fire here, I think. That guy Sola? Well, remember, Daryl Morey did the same thing with Ben Simmons, and it worked out. And what about a guy like Norman Powell if he came from the Clippers over to Philadelphia? It's the same exact situation as what's going on in Portland. The only difference is the Miami media and the Miami fans are not putting pressure on Daryl Morey. Poor Joe Cronin keeps getting I just did right now. Taking his time. Mm, Kevin Blackstone. How easy is it going to be to get a really important and, and contributional piece um, for James Harden, given that this is the third time in the past 29 months that he's asked out of a team? How can you trust this guy if you want to be a winner? So I don't think I don't think that's gonna that's something that's actually going to be able to happen. Forty Cronin. I'm selling that Daryl Morey thinks he can get what he believes James Harden's worth. Did the Clippers not watch James Harden in the postseason like the rest of us go 3 of 11 for 9 points in Game 7? That's not a piece that you want that's going to make your team better. So they're going to be sitting on this one for a while in Philadelphia. I, you're not wrong. He did not play well in Game 7 or Game 6. He did win two games earlier in the series for yeah. his team, which is two more than you know, Joel Embiid did carrying the MVP the team did. You're series. right. We'll move on. The Open Championship. Rory Blackmore coming in hot. Won the Scottish Open last week. But he's coming in ice cold on a nine-year major drought. Courtney, buy or sell Rory for the Open Championship. Ooh, I'm going with my heart here, Tony. What I saw from Rory on the 17th and 18th at the Scottish last week uh, when he birdied those final two holes, we know in, in his last 10 majors, he's finished, you know, top six or top seven. He won at Royal Liverpool in 2014. Mm -hmm. Rory, don't do this to me. Do not make me look stupid. I am going with Rory versus the field. Yeah, you talked yourself into it, Kevin Blackstone. Buy yourself Rory. Well, the only panelist here who's covered the British Open at Royal Liverpool mm -hmm. and who the other oh, week wow. gave you Djokovic's streak being broken. I am telling you right now that Rory's streak also will be broken and that he will bring home for himself a, a, uh, a tournament win here uh, to put on his mouth. Right. That's that he's two now. Now we got two. Right, guys, Sola? Yeah, this course off the tee plays really well right to left. That's how Rory plays. That's why he won in 2014. He didn't have his best stuff at the Scottish Open last week, and I'm still taking the field. Uh, okay, all right, all right. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, I was happy there with golf right to left. And Sedano, how about you? 
<laughs> Tone, not only top six finishes in his last 10 majors, to Courtney's point, but he's finished a runner-up three times. Runner-up. But you know what? I'm with Isola. I hate to say when this. the field is available, field. you're taking the field. All right. Yeah. You know. Eichenstone has been on fire oh, with his picks. He had Alcaraz. He takes Rory now. He had the Cincinnati Reds last week. Wait a second. Oh, they haven't won a game since you picked them. Uh, well, that's all right. Gordy Croden, Kevin Black, still thanks for the time. Pick the Chiefs. The Dino, I stole it. That's our showdown next. The rivalry continues now. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Isola Sedano, good luck in showdown. Look at the baseball scores from last night. Look at all the double digits. 12 double-digit scores. We looked this up so you don't have to. It was the most double-digit scores on one particular day in a baseball season since 94. 1894. George, is this funny <laughs> fluke or fluky fun? No, it's fluky fun, Tony, and I love it. And the funny thing that stood out to me was all the teams in the AL Central scored 10 or more runs. You know, Isola's beloved AL Central. You know, the Yankees would be in first place there. <laughs> Isola, good callback. All right, well. Well, since you went down that road, Boston didn't score any runs on a night where a lot of teams scored runs. There were three games that were 11 to 10. You can go through a whole baseball season and not see one of those. Last night, there were three of them. Pretty Arizona, amazing. Arizona, Atlanta was off the rails. Chicago, Mets. I mean, these games, were, they were also back and forth games. It wasn't just like a lot of runs on the score. Great, great day. We'll move on. Teams unveiling throwbacks and new looks. Here we go. Seahawks. Did their rollout today? A whole 90s feel here in the old helmets. A 90s Microsoft bit. Vikings yesterday. Browns yesterday. They're not brown for a few games this year. They'll be white like they were in the 1940s. And the Bucks last week, the creamsicle we know so well. Frank, who's thrown it back best this year? Well, if you're the Vikings, you have to have 44 for the great Chuck Foreman, one of my favorite players. But why would the Buccaneers wear that jersey? They once went winless in a season wearing that creamsicle. Makes no sense. And poor Baker Mayfield. Ooh. 
George. Well, Tony, it, the creamsicle makes a ton of sense. I love me some Vinny Testaverde and Steve DeBerg. And you know what? They're probably going to play just like those teams this particular season. 0-14. <laughs> Throwback jerseys has you guys, you know, just name guys. This is the game we always like to play. Steve DeBerg, Chuck Vinny Foreman. Testaverde, Chuck Foreman. And then for the Seahawks, oh, that is Kurt Warner with a C. That is Steve Largen. That's Kenny Easley. Love that one. Sit down. gets the win. Tony, thank you. Today, I want to make sure that everyone knows that the king of Hollywood is Christopher Nolan. 12th movie, Oppenheimer, coming out. If you haven't seen some of his older movies like Following or Memento, you should see that. Obviously, Inception, all the Batman movies. This man changed the game, okay? After The Dark Knight did not get a Best Picture nod, they went to 10, 10 nominations. This is why he's the king on top of the great content, Tony. Uh, he must be invited to his house. Around the popcorn. He's looking for an invite. Dino. There we go. Movie I'm a Spielberg guy.